0: Hey, my friends, it's Nate Short, and welcome to a special episode of Run Your Business Like a Business, a podcast where we explore better ways of how to run your real estate business more like a real business and at the same time have a life outside real estate. Hey, I'm your host Nate Short and I'm honored to be your high performance coach today with this episode and I've spent the last 20 years working as a top performing realtor while at the same time studying business strategy, human psychology and really deep diving into how to help real estate agents be better at their craft. And I created ROS, which stands for the Riblab Operating System, an acronym for Run Your Business Like a Business, to explore and educate agents about topics such as creating a vision and goals for your business, building your team, improving your systems, improving productivity, creating accountability, and really challenging yourself to up your game and make an impact. My goal, inspired by my own personal journey, is to help real estate agents create dynamic, fun, profitable real estate businesses while at the same time having amazing life balance, energy and passion for living your best life. And so if that's what you're looking for, that's what we're doing here today. And just as a reminder, if you want to go to another level of development, both personally and professionally, be sure to check out our coaching programs at fitforgrowth.com where we believe that coaching is the key to achieving your goals and living your best life. And The best part is it's science based, so we know it works. Because it's time to level up, my friends, it's time to take your life back, it's time to find that focus and that confidence and that vibrancy again, and I'd love to be your coach in the fuller levels of high performance. Now, without further delay, let's jump into today's episode. All right, well, I'm super excited to have you with us today on the show, and gosh, Why did I even start ROS or how did this whole thing come about? A lot of people ask me that question. And uh, again, ROS stands for the Riblab Operating System. And Riblab is an acronym for Run Your Business Like a Business. And, you know, it was a lot of different things uh, that that prompted me to start coaching and teaching and really talking about this whole subject of how do you run your business more like a real business Um, as an entrepreneur, as as a real estate agent, And, uh, it was a lot of my experiences that were born out of, you know, the great recession and seeing agents file bankruptcy, seeing people get kicked out of their homes, um, seeing people just massive anxieties. I had two friends actually commit suicide, which was, um, very opening and sobering Um, one person that I worked with in my previous career and one person that worked in real estate and, uh. You know, you just never know where people are at, and so I made it part of my mission to, uh, to to continue to learn how to run my business better, and how could I teach other people how to do that? And I just didn't really find a you know great material. It was really spread out all over the board with all these different you know books and trainings and listening to you know, Dave Ramsey and Susie Orman and, uh, you know, and, and and kind of going into all of this personal development books and studying more psychology. But there was really wasn't a consolidated program that could help me run my business and just really know, okay, what do I need to know? Like, what do I need to focus on to take my business to the next level, to live a happier, more meaningful life, to, you know, me- make more impact. And really, that's the inspiration behind ROS. And so, you know, we started out, we talked about this vision pillar and clarity and creating the roadmap, which, you know, if you have not listened to any of my podcasts, if you're joining us for the first time, you know, go back and and listen to some of those because the vision pillar is the first pillar in ROS. And it's very important. I mean, you have to have a roadmap. And yet we know that only 30% of real estate agents um, actually even create a one-year plan for themselves, let alone think about some of these bigger picture things like core values and, you know, having an ideal client and those kinds of things. In the last podcast, we talked about this people pillar. And boy, this is a super important one because so many of us, you know, we're in this do-it-yourself society and do-it-yourself, uh, you know, kind of mentality <clears throat> of people you know, wanting to design our own flyers and do all of our own transaction management and, you know, meet with the clients and run our marketing and our social media and all of that. And I think people definitely, you know, the most successful agents have learned, they've had to learn how to delegate and they had to learn how to develop a team underneath them that can handle all the different responsibilities. And as you do that, you know, you realize that there are people out there that are better than you at, certain things and so this whole idea of how do you identify the right people which is mostly core values and then also then get them into the right seat and the right responsibilities within uh, your organization and they don't always need to be an employee a lot of times people don't look outside for outside help because they don't they feel like they can't afford uh to bring somebody in and yet there are other ways you know you can partner with other agents you can um, look to outsource to you know, some of these different online companies like a Fiverr or, um, you know, Upwork or something like that. And you, you can you can identify, uh, you know, well, I guess if you identify the areas where you need the help, then you can go after who those people could be ideally to, you know, have the be put in the right seat. So if that makes sense. So I want to, in this podcast, expand a little bit on the people pillar because this isn't necessarily about know people and right people right seats and all that but it is about a very important topic um, and that's how do we become more influential uh, and persuasive within our businesses to achieve what we want to achieve and and uh, perform at higher levels and we know that influence is a huge pillar in high-performance coaching in fact it's one of the six pillars of high-performance coaching is how do you develop more uh, influence And so I want to talk a little bit about that and some of the things that we go over in our coaching program but I want you to think about you know maybe uh, areas of your business or your life where you want to be more influential Um, obviously when we're dealing with clients you know whether it's getting them to agree to a certain price or whether it's helping them realize that their furniture doesn't look that great and they need to have a stager come in and bring in outside furniture or art or whatever that is you know hopefully you can identify with some of these things working with our clients developing skills around influence and around persuasion are incredibly useful in in our business and so um, talk a little bit about that and then you know not only do we need to be influential and persuasive with our clients but we also need those skills when we're dealing with our team so maybe that's our assistant, maybe that's, you know, an, an a buyer's agent, or maybe that's people that you work with that are actually employees of the, of the brokerage that you work for. But how do we do that? And then, um, of course, influence is incredibly important when you're dealing with your family members or spouse or, you know, loved ones, you know, those kinds of things. How can you be more influential and persuasive? Um, and then, of course, there's the people that we don't know. Uh, that we run into every day or we meet you know how can we how can we have those skill sets or have awareness around how we can make a bigger impact with people and this is a this is a really big one so I thought I would just take you know 10 to 15 minutes and of course in our coaching sessions you know these are hour-long sessions where we kind of deep dive into some of these subjects but uh, first thing is just talking about influence so you know if you think about it um, there's probably been some influential person in your life that you really respected. And if you ask yourself, you know, why were they so influential? And what were the characteristics about that person that um, that made them so influential? And that's one of the questions that we ask in our high-performance coaching. And when you think about it, you know, just writing down, okay, well, what made that person influential? Well, they were they were really good with their communication. They showed up on time. They did what they said they were going to do. You know, they followed up when, you know, maybe a lot of people wouldn't have. Those kinds of things. And you start to write these things down and become more aware of what it takes to be influential in people's lives. Um, And then thinking in your own life, you know, when have you felt most influential? What are the types of things that you were doing? And what do you believe gave you that amount of influence? Um, what was that like? And then if you were to have more influence in your life right now, what could you do to increase your ability to influence? And a lot of that, you know, psychological, I've talked about this before, is living authentically. It's living to who are we are, our, you know, we know we are, or who we can become into, or grow into, uh, authentically, and so that's a lot of what we do in the coaching: is how do we help you become more influential with the people around you? Uh, the next thing is, we talk a lot about this this concept of persuasion, and I, I think influence and persuasion they're very similar, right? But they get this kind of negative connotation, because they think, oh, well, this person's trying to sell me on something. And I think that's something that we really have to kind of think more about. It's not that we're selling people. It's that we're trying to be more, you know, of a role model, we're trying to do the right things. And so many people out there are just you know, not, they're, they're constantly swayed by distraction. They're looking at social media all the time. They're influenced by that. And yet they're not themselves setting intention of how they want to show up and how they want to influence people and the negativity and just the amount of, of, uh, information flow and, and stuff that's out there. You know, we're just, we're just constantly distracted. I call it just the white noise out there. And how can we get through that and get to the stuff that's really meaningful i think that's a really big piece you know when we talk about influencing with our clients for example you know how um what is the best way to acknowledge you know to show up when you know that their house they have a bunch of furniture that doesn't fit and you know art from when they were back in college on the walls and it needs to be completely restaged you know how do you go about that And so there is a, there is a formula that we talk about in coaching and I call it the AAA formula, but it's really a three part formula for thinking through any situation in which persuasion will be critical, you know, mediations, like we, we have those all the time We're we're mediating, we're negotiating, we're, you know, trying to persuade our families to do something. And the first A in that AAA equation is called acknowledgement. Um, my wife and I talk about this a lot is, you know, whenever we're kind of heated and we're, we're, we're about to have an argument. The first thing is to try to, instead of attack where you're, you know, you're going to ruffle the feathers and you're going to throw up your defenses, which is what happens a lot is acknowledging, um, where that person is out it's the foundation of all persuasion and it rests on our ability to acknowledge others and to explicitly share our understanding and appreciation of their realities that's such an important piece and so if you know you just breathe just breathe through your nose you find yourself kind of the the blood is starting to boil and you're getting into the situation don't think attack don't think hey I, i gotta sell this person or persuade them to do this you're thinking more and more around the lines of acknowledgement. So kind of going back to that staging example, um, you know, Hey, I, I understand, you know, you, you, you've had this furniture for a long time. Maybe you had some of these, uh, items, you know, passed down through the, the years from your family and they're important to you. Um, but obviously, you know, selling a home is a lot different than living in a home or making the home a home which you've done a beautiful job of and so our job is to kind of you know obviously like neutralize that and then also bring in items that are going to be um more uh attractive to the overall public in selling uh, in selling your house and so as part of this preparation stage and the staging part of it um th- this is A really important component, but you know, obviously your furniture is beautiful, and those those keepsakes, you know, those passed down uh antiques that you have sitting uh, in in your in your living room or your dining room, you know, are obviously you know very gorgeous. They're gorgeous, and they 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 uh, obviously are important to you. And so we want to we just want to make sure that we're appealing to you know the general public. But that acknowledgement piece, I don't know if that's such a good example, but just just that acknowledgement piece is the first step. The second step is in any kind of persuasion is stoking ambition. So we must also stoke their ambition for a better future. And as we do that, we can gain greater persuasion for sharing explicitly how their actions can bring them great intrinsic reward. So meaning personal meaning, passion or enjoyment and extrinsic reward where we're getting maybe like some social recognition or a reward like status or money or power awards those kinds of things so we want to you know stoke ambition i have a a client right now who has raised their kids in the house for the last 15 years and they're moving across the country and she's really just um the, 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 the the wife obviously you know that was her place where she raised her kids so it's it's hard for her to make this move to uproot And yet, if I know, if I, on the persuasion side of things, if I can get her to get focused on the future of, you know, the opportunities of moving across the country and the excitement of being in a new place and starting a new chapter in their life, um, you know, anything I can do along those lines is going to really help with her ambition to, you know, to cooperate and to, you know, go along with the plan of what we have. And what we know was going to actually get the house sold, and so um, that amb- that ambition part is super important. You know, it's that there's a brighter future, there's a there's a, a better, you know, there's light on, at the end of the tunnel. Um, and then this third part is called affect. So affect, we finally, you know, we we need to overlay. All this communication with a high dose of affect or emotion and we have to do that through sharing stories or utilizing our tone in order to make people feel like wanting to do something on an emotional level so you know kind of going back to this um case study that i'm talking to you about um you have the you're trying to you know you're trying to get the house staged and uh you depersonalized and decluttered and all of that so you're using persuasion skills there you're stoking ambition like hey this is going to be great when you get this home sold and you know all the work hard work comes up front and this is so critical to getting the most amount of money for your house and getting the fastest sale so you can move on with your life so that you can you know get to where it is that you want to go and how exciting is that going to be but we can also do that through in um, this affect piece is you know going back to maybe case studies where you know i just had a client who went through this process and it was obviously like difficult for them they had raised their kids there but you know now they're on to this better life and so you're stoking the um emotional component uh, with the, the the acknowledgement and the ambition and it's the combination of these three the triple a uh you know formula the persuasion formula That is a great thing to kind of focus on and have awareness around. So as you are, um, as you're in these situations, whether it's with a client, whether it's with a team member or your spouse or a family member or your, this persuasion formula can be very, very effective. And so I would encourage you to, you know, try it out. It's something that you got to practice and get better at. And as you become more aware, you know, when you're in those situations, maybe you see this need to, you know, persuade somebody to do something, which we we do all the time in real estate. Um, Go back to that and like, how can I acknowledge? How can I stoke ambition? How can I create more affect or emotion? So um, hopefully you've enjoyed this podcast, you know, It's part of our mission to give you the tools and to give you the kind of the framework of how to run your business better, how to create more life balance, how to be better at your craft, and so hopefully we are doing that in these podcast sessions. And I think it's a great, you know, add on to this people pillar because it's one thing to put the right people in the right seats, and then we gotta we gotta actually be more persuasive and influential with them. And I guess the other thing I would just leave you with, lastly, is that. If you think about it, you know, the most influential people are probably people that are great role models for you. Um, maybe they're somebody that's in your life personally. Maybe they're people that you see on um, on TV or on, on the media. But how can you be a better role model? And if you can figure that out, whether that's a role model for your kids or your you know spouse or the people that are around you, the people at work... Um, that's going to help you create more influence with them, which is ultimately going to benefit you uh, down, down the road. So um, so I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. If you're interested in coaching, you know we've got this amazing Business Accelerator program. It's a 12-week program. We meet every week in small groups, five to 10 people. We walk you through these foundational pillars. This is the second pillar, the people pillar. Um, and we've got Gosh, we've got six more to go in these podcasts, but we've got that available. You can visit our website at riblab.com. If you want to download that roadmap, uh, go to riblab.com, R-Y-B-L-A-B.com forward slash roadmap. You can put your name and information in and get that template for free. And so we're getting a lot of content out there for you as a real estate agent to improve your business and your life. And uh, I hope you're enjoying these these, uh, sessions. So thanks for listening.